Moon Podcast Escalation! Hello, everyone. My name is Jordan D. White. I'm Chris Sims. This is a show about a horse. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think I think it used to be about something else, but now it's just a show about a horse. That's what we do here. Horse business? We talk about this damn horse. Have you ever watched BoJack Horseman? I have watched BoJack Horseman. Now, I watched the first episode and found it very sad and I didn't get it. And everybody tells me I should go back and try again. Are they right? It's just like this season of Sailor Moon. Oh, God. <laughs> then I will never watch it. <laughs> no, it's like, it's good. It's a huge bummer. Okay. Okay. But it's good. Right. Um, anyway, this is Sailor Business. It's a show where we watch a show about a horse <laughs> that is going out with a girl. And we talk about it. And I don't remember why we do this. Because we love it. Mm, do we, though? We used to. Yeah, it's it's been hard going. Okay, now here's the question. Uh, what, you know what? Introduce your guest. Introduce <laughs> our guest, and then I have a very important question. Yes, we have a very special guest making her first proper appearance on the show. You will know her from our chibi sode that went up last week. Christina Gomez is here. Christina, welcome to the show. Welcome back to Hello. talking to me. Welcome to talking to Jordan for the first time. <laughs> Thank Hello. you. Uh, Thank you for coming, and it's so nice to meet you. So nice to meet you, too. So I have a question. And it has to do with uh, Sailor Moon, obviously. But but I also have thought about it a lot with Star Wars. A lot of people have said <laughs> with Star Wars, they they will go like, well, there's so there's X number of movies and like Y number are good. And usually the people who are saying this are trying to say a low number. They're going like, there's three good movies out of, you know, nine movies or 10 movies now at this point. Um, or Or whatever, four good movies or five good movies, depending on their opinions. And so they're using that as evidence to go, so so Star Wars is dumb. But I don't think that's right. Because even if Star Wars is 10 movies with one good movie, if that movie's good enough, it's all worth it, right? It, is it? I mean, in the sense that you don't... It, okay, let, let me ask you this. Is Jaws good? Uh, I, I mean, it's not my favorite movie, but yeah, sure. Why I mean, not? it's a pretty good movie. It's pretty widely loved. There are three terrible sequels, but... But if I said to you, if I say to someone randomly, is Jaws good? They're like, yeah, it's Jaws. It's great. And if nobody goes, well, three out of four Jaws movies are terrible, so you're actually wrong. That sounds like the sort of thing you would say. No, I would not say that. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, I would say, for example, I would say as a franchise, uh, it has a wide, terrible, it has a huge drop off. I would say like the Halloween movie franchise has a lower success rate than the you know, Friday the 13th franchise, but I wouldn't say Halloween is shit. Well, here's, here's the difference, Jordan. Yes, please. The difference is Star Wars exists as a purposefully made saga. The first thing you see, well, like the third thing you see in the first Star Wars movie is episode four. Well, that's a retcon, but yes, that is true. No, no, no. That's, it's what it says on the, on the screen. Yeah, but they added it in a couple of years later. Okay, whatever. Anyway, we can we talk about Sailor Moon? So well, I can no, go but see? this is about Sailor Moon. Uh, what I what I'm saying is the the parts of Sailor Moon we love are so good 
that Sailor Moon is still amazing, even if it has this fucking terrible horse in it. Yeah, I don't care for the horse. <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> I want to. I don't know if I've been clear about it. I do not care for the horse. Uh, Christina, I'm I'm so hopeful that you did not come on the show because you love Pegasus so much. I uh, I did not. <laughs> oh, good. Thank God. <laughs> but I do. But I do like this episode after the horse music video segment. <laughs> uh, r- real quick before we get into Sailor Moon, Christina, how many good Star Wars movies do you think there are? Hmm, hmm. I didn't grow up watching Star Wars, so I didn't watch the original trilogy until like right before the new movie started coming out. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, and I've only seen of the old, like the, I guess the prequels, I only saw episode one and I saw it as a kid and I liked it as a kid. Cause I was like a child. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I don't know if I'm the best person to answer the question. I've enjoyed the original trilogy and the new movies. So I guess five good movies. <laughs> All right. You say five Jordan. Oh, and I liked rogue one. So six, uh, I would say, I mean, I, I I have a fondness for every single one of them, but like knowing what we're, you're actually asking, I would say six. You would say six. Mm-hmm. Which ones? Uh, the original trilogy, uh, the two of the new trilogy, and Han Solo or Solo rather. Oh, I didn't see Solo. Yeah, I haven't seen Solo yet. I, I really liked it, and not everybody so, loved it. I loved it. I would say there are three. Just the original three. <laughs> oh, Jordan. Oh, God. <laughs> no, of course not. All right. Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and Rogue One. Yeah, Rogue One doesn't do it for me, but that's fine. I honestly, I, this, this is, is, is probably like sacrilege and someone uh, might be no, screaming, like but because, because I saw it's, the it's, original it's the movie so hold late. On, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold oh. on. Oh. Yeah. I guess you guys can't hear each other because you've been talking over each other steadily for the last 10 seconds. Oh, no, oh, no. I can't hear. Oh, yeah. Christina's I can't hear him. For me. Okay. Let's talk about Sailor Moon now. Eh. <laughs> Jordan said I had to come up with a segue to talk about Sailor Moon now. And I thought about saying people listening to this show are saying that's no Sailor Moon. But that was bad. So let's oh, just talk about Sailor that's Moon. That's better Christina. than what you had. It's just like, listen, you're going to have to work for it because I don't want to talk about this episode. Well, why don't we talk about our guest, Christina? <laughs> oh, good <laughs> idea. Yeah. We, can, we, can, we can spend lots of time on that. Oh, good. I have so many notes. <laughs> What is your history with Sailor Moon? You sent me, a, I mentioned this on the Chibi Sode, you sent me a very qualified resume the first time wow. you got in touch. Uh, yes, yes. I have a lot of hobbies, so I guess that's why I have like so many things to say about my history with Sailor Moon. Do you want me to talk about all the stuff I sent, or should I like get into it, I guess? Start at the beginning, and then we can get into the stuff you sent. Okay. How did you first meet our lady and savior, Usagi's Kino? So, okay, so I actually... Pretty much after we started scheduling our recording, I had a like a Skype call with my sister to like talk about our history with Sailor Moon. And she reminded me that we actually caught like an episode on TV when we were kids. And she said she thinks it was like a Nephrite episode. Oh. And that the monster scared her. And then I actually forgot about that. Uh, but later on, we were at good old Blockbuster. And they had an anime section and there they had Sailor Moon on VHS. And so we rented one because we're like, oh, it's the show that we saw. And it was the VHS tape that had Crystal Clear Destiny on it. Yeah. (laughs) So that's like the first episode I remember watching. That's awesome. Yeah, it was like amazing because it's like it's a hero. There's romance. She's a princess. It was like it was great. And so we were immediately obsessed and we rented all the episodes they had at blockbuster which was like not a lot and we thought that was just the whole show (laughs) (laughs) 
But we're like, this is great. We love this show. It's amazing. Um, and then you like flash forward a little bit and we got a promotional like VHS tape in the mail for Pokemon when it was coming out in the US. And wait, wait, how did you get a promotional VHS tape for Pokemon? I don't know. We randomly got it in the mail. I remember being a little afraid of it because I had a Gengar on the cover and I thought it was scary. So I was like, oh, this is going to be bad and I'm not going to like it. But we watched it and we were like, yes, this is great. They're like, it's got toys. It's got a video game. It's got a TV show. And so we decided to watch the show and that came on at 630 in the morning on weekdays on Fox. And then I found out that Sailor Moon came on at six right before it. So I would wake up at like 5.55 every day before school and I would watch Sailor Moon and then Pokemon. Nice. And I made it all the way through that up until it like randomly cut off and then like would start over again, which Pokemon did too, actually. Yeah. And I would just keep watching it being like, maybe this time it'll keep going. Absolutely. Absolutely. The the Because, because it was before the, I mean, it wasn't really before the internet, but it was at a time when the internet didn't have all the information on it yet. Right. So it was just like, I, I, I don't know. At some point, they'll start showing this, right? I mean, how would you even know? Right. I'm like, this is clearly not an ending. Like, there has to be more. <laughs> and so then later on, I found out that Cartoon Network had, like, those lost episodes. And at this point, I knew about the Outer Scouts and that there was, like, it was from Japan and there was more to it than what I was seeing. And... I didn't have Cartoon Network on our cable package at home. So I would actually like try and watch it like scrambled because I was like, I will take whatever I can get That's on this show. Bananas. <laughs> it was like, I was, I was like, I could kind of tell what's going on. And then eventually like our cable plan changed and we got Cartoon Network and they started showing S and like they, I, they started bringing like Tenchi and Evangelion too. So I was like, ah, yes, anime is coming. This is great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so then in like that heyday like i started getting really into drawing anime fan art and comics and all of this stuff we got like the sailor moon computer game through the internet i started like finding out that there was like more anime that i learned that sailor saturn and like all the outer senshi existed um we got into the manga we started like dressing up as the sailor scouts for halloween and then i eventually like found out that anime conventions were a thing (laughs) and that cosplay was a thing and my mom took us to our first anime convention in like 2000 nice. which was great i think i was an eighth grader i learned html so i could make sailor moon fan sites and i like also made a bunch of friends in middle school through sailor moon because i was like drawing in so my friend like someone would come up to me and be like oh is that sailor moon and we'd start becoming friends because of it and in middle school me and two friends actually had like a little notebook and I don't know if you're familiar with it, but in the manga, Naoko like draws little, like cute little bunny things to like add notes and stuff sometimes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we drew, we had a book where we would write notes to each other, but like as those little bunnies that we would like send back and forth to each other. Uh, I love it. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> and then like eventually I got to high school and I, I started to fall out of Sailor Moon a little bit and I was getting more into like more mature anime and like cooler stuff. And I was like, still, I still loved it, but I like kind of fell off. And then they announced the reboot and all of a sudden, like all my friends were like, yes, Sailor Moon, we're back. And so I started cosplaying it again. I made like those Alan and Ann costumes. I made a Sailor Saturn costume. I did like a Sailor Moon alphabet project. Um, And then last year I got a Sailor Moon tattoo. 
Whoa. What, what is the tattoo? Yeah, um, it is a, it's like a Usagi's hand holding the Luna pen, which is my favorite item. Nice. Jordan, should we get Sailor Moon tattoos? Uh, I don't think I want to get a tattoo at all. But <laughs> we've been here four years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think we should. What, what 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 are we? The Fellowship of the Ring or some shit? They they weren't even together for four years. I know, I know. Uh, listen, there is a tattoo shop in Richmond, Virginia, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that over the summer they had like Sailor Moon Day at the tattoo shop, wow. and so it was like fifty bucks to get like. They had some Sailor Moon designs, and if you picked one, it was like 50 bucks to get one. And Aiden and I almost drove up to Richmond, and I almost got my first tattoo on a whim of anime. Oh my god. It stuck with you forever. I mean, listen, Sailor Moon is, you know, Sailor Moon has lasting power in my life. I mean, I guess I've liked Sailor Moon now for... You named your child Darian. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, but you don't have to, nobody has to know that Sailor Moon. Like, I, I've been advertising it, but nobody has. If I change my mind tomorrow and hate Sailor Moon, uh, I could be like, it's just a cool name. Like, don't worry about it. But like, so like, let me think. Since I've probably probably been watching Sailor Moon since 95. So what is that? 23 years? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Way more than half of my life. Your Sailor Moon fandom is about to get a break on its car insurance. <laughs> Thank God. And it can rent a car, too. Oh, uh, if if you were going to get a Sailor Moon tattoo, Jordan, what would you get? Oh, geez. Um, well, something the rose. You get a oh, rose. No, I was going to say something Sailor Moon related, uh, as in Usagi related, but then I actually went. It might be Luna, because Luna's pretty fucking awesome. Ooh, I saw a really cute Luna tattoo. Yeah, what was recently? It? It was just like the like the manga style drawing of just like their head. It just looks like a cute cat. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what it was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just what I like about my tattoo is just like kind of looks cool. And if you know what it is, it's exciting. And if you don't, it just looks cool. Chris, you would get Rhett Butler's butthole, right? <laughs> no, 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 maybe. No. What would you get? I don't know. I was thinking I'd, I'd probably get, um, I'd probably get something Jupiter related, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I don't know what, like, like the, the 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 tiara with the little lightning rod coming out of it. I don't know. Get, uh, get little uh, rose uh, earrings tattooed onto your ears. That's what yeah, I was gonna say. That's really that's cute. kind of a cute tattoo. Aiden's got a floral tattoo. <laughs> nice, so. nice. Yeah. Uh, all right. So now you mentioned you started uh, dressing up as uh, a sailor scout. Yes. Th- this like you sent over. I think I think you sent over. You said this is my second Sailor Moon costume. Oh yes, that is my second Sailor Saturn costume. It's always been Sailor Saturn. Uh, yeah, and so there's a a you in middle school Sailor Saturn, and then you recently did a full on like I was about to say adult Sailor Saturn. That sounds weird. Like a like you as an adult made a Sailor Saturn costume. Yes, it's really great. Thank you. I'm really proud of it. Yeah, you should be. It's very, it's very cool. Thanks. And the glaive's like on my wall with my other anime swords. <laughs> cool. Hang on. <laughs> How many anime swords do you own? I'm looking at them now because I'm in the office. Uh, I have the glaive and then I have a prop that I purchased. It's the scissor blade from Kill la Kill. I have a big sword from Magic Knight Rare that I made earlier this year. Uh, I can send a picture of that. And then I have an Utena sword that I bought a resin cast of and painted. And then I then I have the blaster from Splatoon. 
and like the little ink tank, which is not a sword. No, it's it's a it's a gun. It is a gun. And I have a little pirate sword from Party City that I used for uh, Tetra from Zelda the Wind Waker. Oh, that's cute. That's fun. It was easy. That's a lot of anime swords to own. <laughs> I, I own zero anime swords. I mean, I gotta put them somewhere after I make them. There's no judgment in that. I'm not <laughs> saying I own the correct number of anime swords. <laughs> I'm just saying I have none. You have quite a few. Approximate five. I'm looking at five swords if you count the glaive as a sword. Uh, Jordan, anime swords, how many do you got? Um, I have none. I'm sorry to say. There there was a time in my life where I did get the Highlander catalog in the mail, so so th- there is a sliding doors version of me well, that's not, that owns what, quite a few do swords. Do you own a Highlander sword, which is not an anime I sword? Do, I do not. Okay, okay. I, I actually had to stop and think, I do not currently own a sword. <laughs> but you have. <laughs> I'm into knives now, oh, as you okay, know. Okay, I did not know that. You didn't know, like, I... Uh, th- I went to Smoky Mountain Knife Works, the world's largest knife store. Uh, like uh, real knives in... or like? Yeah, like like real knives. Oh, good. Well, they have a full on anime sword section at Smoky Mountain Knife Works. No, no. I meant, are you Wait. into real knives or, or, or? I'm not like really into real knives. I do have two knives currently on my Amazon wish list. There's okay. like an anime sword section in the Smoky Mountains. <laughs> Yes, Smoky Mountain Knife Works is the world's largest knife store. Where? I was about to say the world's largest anime store. That is incorrect. <laughs> Where in the Smoky Mountains? It is in Pigeon Forge. It's near Dollywood. Oh, thank God. I used to go to Dollywood all the time. Here's, here's Oh, yeah. I, I, you were telling me you're, you're from Tennessee originally. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's in Pigeon Forge. You know exactly where it is. Yep. Where else would it um, be? Yeah, Exactly. Uh, they, you, in order to get to the uh, anime sword section, you do kind of have to go through like the Confederate flag section, which is not my favorite. Uh, Fun, but you can get a Walking Dead katana if you want. Wow, or a Master Sword. Do you do you play uh, what is it called? Uh, mum, mumbly Peg is that what it's called? What are you talking about? <laughs> no, that's not it. What's the one? The one where you play with your hand and the knife. <laughs> where you je- where you go between all your fingers show, Jordan. where you go between all your fingers <laughs> the family show jordan take this take this filth out of here uh, i didn't say you have sex with the knife what are you talking about were you like try to stab someone in between their fingers no or, like, no where you put your hand down on the table and you have to go i know what you're talking yeah. about yeah i what don't is know it, is it have does a name? that have a name uh, i guess not i just found it on wikipedia and they just call it knife game although <laughs> although it, they also say knife game pin finger nerve bish, bishop stab scotch five it's, finger it's fillet bishop because bishop doesn't an alien that's right there you go good call yeah or stab between the fingers game <laughs> um we're pretty early in the episode we haven't even started talking about sailor moon but uh knife game bit. Bit. great episode title <laughs> knife game what, how, why are we talking about knives? How did we even? None of us oh, want to talk about this fucking horse. Anime swords. Anime so, swords. So let's ask: Who is your favorite Sailor Scout? Is it? No, we're we're not we're not done with the background. Oh, yet. sorry, sorry. No, I think that actually the tattoo is kind of where it like finishes off. I also, oh no, I also put that I finally watched all two hundred episodes, but that happened before the tattoo. Well, you also mentioned your Alan and Ann costumes, yes, which you did with your fiance, yep. yeah. Uh, which are full on 
show accurate Alan and Anne costumes, which are great. I love those costumes so much. <laughs> They're truly fantastic. Thank you. Uh, so you you know what you are talking about when you come on Sailor Business. That's right. We had like a we had a whole villains group too, which was a lot of fun. Who all did you have? My best friend was Nehalenia. Chris, who was on the show, was one of the um the four from Sailor Moon R. She was Prisma. My little sister was like we had all four of them. My sister was Avery. We had Catsy, Birdie. Um, we had some random characters from the manga that never make it into the anime. Uh, Queen Beryl. God, I'm trying to think who else. There's so, it was a huge group. I'll have to see if I can find a picture at some point. Pretty great. All right, so who is your favorite scout? Obviously, Saturn. It's yes. Saturn. I mean, I love them. I actually have really grown to love Usagi more and more, like, as I get older. Um, and I also, like, went through a phase where Venus was actually my favorite. But, like, Saturn, like, the second I found out she even existed, I was like, yes, this is it. Like, I told you in the chibi that we had the same hair. Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of, like, immediately was like, it's my favorite planet. We look the same. This is great. I don't care. I didn't know anything about her because all I knew was that she existed and what she looked like. But I was like, she's my favorite. So I've just kind of carried that through into adulthood. And uh, what do you what do you think of uh, Usagi and Memoru's relationship? Uh I like it. I like it more in the manga. It feels more romantic in the manga. Even like I, I reread all of the Super S manga before we recorded, and it I re- I remembered that they're like really in love in the manga, and it feels very sweet. Uh, but in the anime, it's really weird. It feels like he's like in this strange relationship with a child, and he's like, I guess this is it. Oh, <laughs> it's cute. It's cute, but it's still like a little weird in the anime. Yeah. I gotta say, the horse is making me like it a lot more. <laughs> like, if these are the options, yeah, that's a good yeah. point. I'll take Mamoru over the horse. Agreed. Yeah. And I guess, how do you feel about, um, you know, Mercury and Jupiter? I didn't. I'm also one of those people that didn't really think about it too much until the podcast. Um, I was really into Firewood. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're if you're a manga fan, then it's that's canon. Yeah. There's a cute side story where um, Minako goes to Ray's school also that oh. made me like them as like friends a lot, or I guess a ship as well. What, like just temporarily or? Yeah, I think she's like, I can't remember because I don't know if I have the volume that has it in it, but like Ray's like, oh, you can't handle my school. It's really prestigious and very difficult. And I'm like a lady and Minako's like, I can do it. And she's like, not a lady at all. So <laughs> she struggles with it. It's cute. Cool. All right. Do we have any other questions? Chibi. Chibi. We talk about Chibi. Yeah. Ah, yes. I hated her (laughs) (laughs) so much in the R season in the anime. And they make her worse in the dub, too. So she was just, like, extra annoying. And I hate the whole, like, weird rivalry where, like, they're competing for Mamoru and she's his dad and all that stuff. Yeah, not into that. No, it's not a fan. It's weird. But if you like Saturn, it seems that like Saturn and Chibi go hand in hand, quite literally. Yes. <laughs> but I'm ch- uh, so did that change your opinion? Like once you got to the, the Saturn stuff? Um, not really. I just I mean, I feel like I like Saturn so much as like, I don't know, it's hard to describe because it's less about her in the story and I just like her character so so do you think like do you want 
Do you ship them or are you just like, nah, Saturn's fine? Yeah, it's pretty much like, it's fine. Like, they're cute, but it's not like, I'm not like shipping it or anything. Gotcha. I gotta say, I really liked S Chibi. That's a lot. the season where she is good. Yeah, she's yeah. really good there. And it and is cute. Like, I don't think she's a bad character in this season. It's just like, there's a bunch of nothing. No, you know? she's a bad like, she's, she's a means to a horse. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. That's how I feel. <laughs> All right. So is that, is that it? Are we, we, we good? I have something that I need to, to mention. Yes. One, it, it is, uh, as we record this just after Halloween, mm-hmm. it's, after halloween (laughs) and uh i did want to uh, make sure to do a shout out to uh at samantha acting one of our uh followers on twitter who did cosplay for halloween or dress up i guess for halloween as tennis ball sailor moon no i haven't seen it you have not seen this take a look take a click click on that link oh she's a friend of mine actually it's oh really? That's amazing. Yeah, she's awesome and super nice. Oh, this is truly wonderful. <laughs> oh, I love this. That's what I should get a tattoo of. <laughs> of course, of course. Oh, I love I love this. I love this. Would you get a tattoo of the Sailor Business pin? I mean, yeah, I really do like that design quite it's a bit. It's a great design. Yeah. Kay Donnelly knows what's up. Excellent. Yeah, this is this is so it's just to, if you haven't seen it, first of all, you can go to our Twitter and and we've retweeted it for sure. But it, she's wearing a Sailor Moon, you know, wig and tiara and gloves and boots and a giant. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know if it's cardboard or what, but it's flat, painted tennis ball, and the the arms and head are popping through it. It's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah, it's extremely good. I saw another Halloween costume I wanted to mention. Let's hear it. It was a Canadian tuxedo mask. What? <laughs> what does that mean? It's tuxedo mask in all denim. Oh my goodness! Ugh. <laughs> do you have? Do you do you have it around or? Uh, see. it's in an Instagram DM that someone sent me, so oh, okay. it might be a little harder to send, but it's very good. Oh, the person who did the the tennis ball Sailor Moon also did artist Chibi. Oh, with the mustache sorry. and the beret. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That's hilarious. Oh, wonderful. Uh all right, so do we wanna do we wanna get into this? Are we doing this? <sighs> I mean, we ought to. Ugh. <laughs> Okay, everybody. I, I wish I felt as positive as that music was. <laughs> yeah, it's episode 159 of Sailor Moon Supers, which is called, I even hate this title, <laughs> Chibiusa's Little Rhapsody of Love. Yep. It was written by Megumi Sugihara. The animation director was Ikuko Ito. The director, that's right, it's your boy, Kunihiko Ikuhara. He's he's back in action. That weirdo. Yeah, okay, go ahead. And it originally aired I can't I don't even have like a musical cue for this. It originally aired on January 13th, 1996. That's fine. You don't need to have a music cue to say that it's Christmas time. <laughs> it's Christmas time for us. Yes, it's well, November 4th, true. which means it's the fourth day of Christmas season. Okay. Only 51 days. 
until the uh, 12 days of Christmas begin. <sighs> Is that, are they after Christmas? We have talked about this. <laughs> so many times yes christmas is the first day of christmas the 12th day of christmas is not christmas it's january 6th it's epiphany that's not fair so now christmas gets to go into the new year get out of here it's a pit that's like that means that means really the first day of christmas every year is january 1st Hmm? i mean no because january 1st (laughs) is the sixth day of christmas but it's the first day of christmas for that year well yes Jordan, Cloverway, did they do this one? Did they change the fucking title? Yeah, but they changed it so small. Like, what's the what do what do they have to change? Chibiusa. Yeah. So is it like Rini's Rhapsody of Love? It basically no, it isn't, but it's so close to that. Just like move the words around, basically. Rini's Love Rhapsody, but like at a at a suffix. What? At a suffix. Rini's Lovely Rhapsody. Yep. You got it. Ugh. They couldn't even call it, like, horse of a different face. Ugh. Or why the long face? I'm gonna barf right now. Not because of your joke. <laughs> That's an extreme reaction. Not really because of your joke, mostly because it's making me remember things from this episode. This episode's really weird. This episode's really weird. Yeah, it is. It really is. Because, like... Spoiler warning, there's going to be a lot of this episode where someone talks about having a crush on a horse without saying the word horse. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's yeah. very weird. <laughs> so now, wait, uh, Christina, did you did you say you requested this episode or the next episode or both? I requested this one. So, okay, so. Because I, <laughs> <laughs> mostly because I thought the jokes were really good. Like, there's some I, good jokes, you're right. Yeah, and I remember like I was. I remember watching this episode like a long time ago while working on a costume and I was like, this is ridiculous. Like if I if I were to be on Sailor Business, I would want to talk about this because it is out of control. That is accurate. I also like Ikuhara a lot because I love Utada. And I remember watching this one. It got to a point where I like when they're in the restaurant and I was like, this feels like Ikuhara. And I looked it up and it was him. And I kind of like that it just felt like one of his episodes what was it about I'm gonna be 100% it 100 real with you huh yeah. oh, you, oh wait hold on chris is gonna be real let's be real yeah yeah i'm gonna be 100 real with you yeah i fucking love ikahara he's a huge weirdo yeah i love him what was it that made you think it was him like what was the it's when the ch- when they're like the chairs are sliding in the restaurant they're like kind of creeping up it kind of uh oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay okay in that restaurant yeah, yeah it yeah. had a very like utana shadow girl feel which I don't think you've seen Utana yet, but I have not. Yeah, my other tattoo is Utana. We can't do uh, Utana on the show because somebody else started a podcast about Utana. Yep. I mean, I, I I got news for you. People had already had a Sailor Moon podcast before us. Mm, did they though? Mm, yeah. <laughs> did they though? I mean, listen, I haven't gone through and checked, but yeah. No. No. Oh, okay. Sorry. No. We were the first one. Wow, we like we were before Sailor Moon started. Yeah, mm. we've been here fifty years. Anyway, can we can we talk about the show some more? Do you mean by watching it and talking about it, or do you mean like before we start? I mean, can we just get through it real quick? All right, let's do this because it's been like half an hour. We we are in scene one. 
we are in we are in the timestamp is zero zero <laughs> zero one in this well, episode good news us. nothing happens for the first bunch of minutes it takes about eight minutes to get to the episode as far as i'm concerned it takes a lot of time like i remember watching this a couple days ago and just being like oh nothing's happening uh-uh. we don't uh yeah well we'll talk about it so so it's the episode starts with a recap the episode starts okay. with what's his stupid name sorry i i'm gonna try to stop horse. being so so mean no to the horse yeah what's the, the, the to the show what's the horse's name helios. helios helios so it starts with helios talking about his origin again or not his origin but how he got into this story i live in this place that's made out of beautiful dreams the circus came and they dropped circus web bombs on us it's very weird that it's like it's it's a circus there in elysium yeah yeah yeah. it's a circus flying down and again i still don't understand how a circus flies to dreamland but there you are like did they all go to sleep together and like have a dream of attacking it or what i don't know beautiful dreams (laughs) (laughs) they were like let's have a beautiful dream of killing dreamland so the reason they did that is because they want the golden crystal uh, but this is all information we had last episode, and this is all recycled animation from last episode. So this is all nothing, nothing that we need. Uh, <laughs> uh, and again, he says, uh, by the way, if our if my d- world dies, your world dies. So even if you think my world is a bunch of bullshit, like we, you can't <laughs> let it die anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's not. That's not really explained. It does. He said, if 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 it if if our, my world falls, even Earth will become a world of darkness. Yeah, but why? Oh, exp- oh, explained as in explained why? Yeah. No, no, no. That doesn't happen. No. <laughs> yeah, but why? Though? Because uh, White Wolf World of Darkness will take over. Oh, okay. In the manga, it's not really like a dream world that Elysian is. It's kind of like. A temple that like watches over Earth essentially and protects it. Oh, and it has like less to do with dreams. That's a lot different. It's very the whole thing is so different. My wife also was she was only she only watched like a couple minutes of this episode, so she saw the opening though, and she was immediately like, "Wait, doesn't Mamoru have the golden crystal?" And I was like, I don't think so. And she was like, I think in the manga he does. Like, that's he his does. crystal. So did they just went, oh, we didn't use that. Let's just use it here. Pretty much. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and like the whole the whole motivation for the villains and stuff is different in both as well. It's weird. It's weird how much they changed. That is that is pretty strange. Yeah. Yeah. So so wait, so that means at the beginning of the manga, Memoru is sitting there going, I've got the golden crystal, but I want the silver one too. Well, he doesn't know he has it. Oh, he doesn't know he has it yet. Okay. Sure. No. Yeah, because he's an idiot. <laughs> he never knows what's going on with himself. He spends most of Super S being, in the manga, he spends most of that arc being, like, deathly ill. Aw. Yeah, that that also happens to him quite a bit. Yeah. He's always getting impaled. He's a dude in distress. In microwave. Yeah, or... These are things that happen. That's true. So, okay, so so that's all before the title. We get the title drop, and you know it's just going to get into some real action. Well, guess what? It doesn't. It gets into Chibi in her attic, uh, talking with her boyfriend, a horse. Her boyfriend's a horse. <laughs> He's a human unicorn. Her boyfriend is from DeviantArt. Basically. He's a little-ish boy who is in unicorn form. Flying Pegasus unicorn form. 
And she's like, so I guess now I know everything, right? So what about this? And he's like, yeah, yeah, you don't know everything. And I'm not fucking telling you everything. So sorry. <laughs> he's very cool. <laughs> um like at this point i'm just like what what is it what is left for you to be hiding from her and why what yeah why (laughs) why 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 i hate that trope so much (laughs) there is nothing worse than a plot that can be resolved by people just talking to each other and there's no reason why they're not talking to each other yeah i mean so yep the the newest uh the newest uh jk rowling detective book absolutely suffers from that a bit in that you're just because it keeps jumping back and forth from the point of view of the two main characters and you're just like oh my god just fucking tell him and then you're like oh my god just fucking tell her and it's like ah! <laughs> so we get this extended sequence of it you know what it is what can you read my mind? Ugh. Do you know what it is you do to me? That's right. Yes. They do the they do the it Superman is. 78. But with a horse. It's a love <laughs> montage. Oh, by the way, wait, here's the weirdest part about the love montage. So it starts with Chibi in the princess dress. Mm-hmm. And we 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 she's spinning around. I mean, I would say the weirdest part of it is it involves a horse. No, no, but hold on, I want to specifically say this part. Okay, like she's spinning around, and the camera's panning up her body or whatever, and her arms are up over her head, which reveals that the shoulder things are not connected to the dress. She just has these like shoulder cones on, or not cones, like shoulder orbs that are not part of the dress. They're just part of the look. Wait, shoulder what? The orbs is what I called them, but the sleeves. They're like not attached. Oh no, I took I took Evanescence out of the soundboard. Oh, Damn it. God good. Damn it. Thank God. It doesn't oh. say orbs in the song. I didn't say Evanescence yeah. orbs. Yeah, but like, look, you did walk right into it. <sighs> All right. You know, this is about dreams, so we people are waking up constantly. I can't believe you took it off. So true. No, but do you know what I'm talking about? Like the classic Usagi yeah. dress, there's these like big ball sleeve things, but apparently they're not sleeves. They're like shoulder installations. <laughs> shoulder installations. <laughs> you know so much about fashion. Yeah, Jordan. yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, there's going to be lots of fashion to talk about in this episode, too. Yes. <laughs> anyway, so as you said, yes, it's a love montage between a girl and a horse. Uh, she walks him romantically. Uh, she. I mean, I was going to say she mounts him. I didn't mean it to sound as horrible as it is, but she does mount him and they fly through the sky and then she grows wings and she flies on her fucking own. Yeah. Then she grows wings. (laughs) This shit is bananas. It's in dream world, right? You could grow wings. That happens. I have a note to add about that part. Let's hear it. Do tell. I found the Cloverway dub this evening and I watched it. Oh my goodness. And it's uh, at this point, like there's no dialogue in this point, but in the... In the Cloverway dub, they give them dialogue. Oh, God. I I wish we had watched it. Oh, my God. Is it, can you read my mind? Do you know what it is you do to me? No. Here I am like a kid out of school. It's like after <laughs> it's after the birds run into them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, birds they're strike. just, they're like, admire, the birds are just admiring your wings. And like, she looks and she's like, oh, my God. And he's like, that's right. You can fly too. Try it out. It's magical. And it's so weird. And creepy, and his voice is a lot older sounding 
in the dub too. Yeah, it, I remember his voice being really not a yeah. boy's voice. Um, th- th- it is weird. This is super goddamn weird. Pegasus also runs to fly instead of actually yeah. flapping. Place. Yeah, he runs through the air. That's so weird. <laughs> I never thought of that, but you're absolutely right. That is preposterous. He should just be flapping his wings with his legs dangling or curling up or something. Yeah. Nope. Just just jogging. That's so fucking weird. Yeah. So the whole thing is weird. And also, like, we cut back to the real world and Chibi is, like, asleep on her orb. Yeah, she's dreaming. There's too many orbs. In this show, yeah, I'm 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 going ahead. I'm taking a stand. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Too many orbs. Do you include uh, Zircon? Yeah, you know what? Uh-huh. I do. Uh, she talks about how you know since the moment she met him, she felt like she's in a dream. Yeah. So then we go to the fruit pallor. Yay! Wait, wait. I'm sorry. Hold on. Yes. Uh, I forgot about the first of all. There's a part where we focused on the horse's butt for way too long. Yes. Um, <laughs> It was not pleasant. (laughs) It was not pleasant. We have the part where Chibi is going, Chibi literally is like, why was I born? Why am I here? Now that I've met you, I know the answer. Which is ridiculous and terrible. (laughs) Um, She talks about having faith in him, which again, I want to point out, great, except he literally let you down last episode. If any of our listeners do not have the 1978 Superman movie memorized, this is going to be a very confusing episode for them. Uh, why don't we? Why don't you just spell it out for me? <laughs> I mean, it's, go watch the 1978 Superman movie. They're they're young people. They don't want to watch a movie from that long ago. We don't have any young people. They're going to watch Man Jordan. of Steel and they're going to go. I don't get it. <laughs> I mean, look, that's your own fault if you watch Man of Steel. <laughs> this this actually does remind me of Man of Steel. You know when um when they were shooting up. Krypton when Krypton was like in a giant war and 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 they wanted to like save all the fetuses this is just like that what are you <laughs> talking about I'm talking about man of steel man so the fruit parlor heard of it yeah crown where uh Unazuki works everybody's hanging out and Usagi says I heard a serious sounding voice coming from Chibiusa's room last night, which is a very weird way of putting that. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is all, but this whole scene is weird ways of putting things. Because the response, because the follow-up to that is, she said it was Mamo, but I think she's lying. And Mamo replies, you think she was lying about being Mamo? You think it wasn't Mamo? (laughs) I'm like, somebody present could probably clear that up. (laughs) That is my guess. How does he not know? (laughs) What? (laughs) This buck-wild nonsense show. Like, it doesn't even get... No one even remarks on it. No, that's weird. It's bananas. So everybody else is like, oh, she's got a boyfriend. And it's like, like, what are you talking about? And this is... Wait, hold on. (laughs) That is is accurate, but let's go through it step by step. Because this is, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, these are the jokes you're talking about, right? Yeah, I mean, the whole episode has all the jokes but yes it's well i mean we just had a lot of minutes with no jokes it does it does start here (laughs) just like on this podcast a lot of minutes no jokes oh so yeah because uh who starts it uh me uh lita start lita her name isn't lita 
It's Makoto. It's Makoto. Makoto starts it by going, it's, again, it's been four years that we've been here. Listen, yeah, but how much of my life was she Lita to me? Many of them. She starts with some innuendo, and then Mina's thing is she keeps blowing bubbles in her, in her melon soda. Yeah. (laughs) Like, constantly, whenever something... It's very, I love it, because it's very, like... It feels very her. Yeah, it feels very Minako. It's like a weird little, but with a prop. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, again, she's the one who knows about these things. Yeah. And so, yeah, Ray keeps sipping her tea. Yeah, she does. <laughs> and then Makoto keeps saying, it's her senpai. Yeah, which is very funny, because it took me a minute to remember it's not... It's that's what they call him in the uh, in the Japanese version. Uh, it's not her ex boyfriend; it's her senpai. Oh. In the Cloverway dub, she says Chibiusa found a best friend. Oh, and Ray vomits from that. Yeah, that they makes that no in? sense. That's weird. Yeah, it is. It is weird. Wait, so what did she say in the in the? Oh, you're not watching the English dub though, now, right? No, I'm not. Okay. Yeah, I don't have the uh, vis dub for this part yet. So, but why does Ray keep? Why does why does her saying senpai freak Ray out that much that she leaks fluids from her mouth? I mean, I think it's just an overreaction, <laughs> but I think it's just funny that everyone's like, "It's a boyfriend," and she, especially when they're arguing later, she's just like, "Why do you keep saying it's a senpai?" But I think it's just a Ray overreaction thing. So I read in the trivia about this episode. That the reason they keep showing fish in this episode. Do you know the answer to this? I do. Do you want to say it? Yes. Go for it. Koi means love. And also koi fish. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So so because it's a love-centered episode, they keep showing fish. I like that little visual pun that they keep throwing throughout the whole episode. I I would not have made any, made that connection obviously, uh, but it makes sense now that now that it says that. So so okay, wait wait, Chris 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 yeah. Chris 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 Chris. Yeah, I'm here. I'm still here. <laughs> you gotta do a fashion corner. Uh, you want to talk about these great outfits we got? Uh, well, I want to talk about these outfits. <laughs> um. All right. Uh. Let's let's go let's go left to right in the group shot. Okay. Uh, which is also going to be I think best to worst. Um, <laughs> oh well. Oh, close. Anyway, you go Makoto ahead. looks great. Yeah, she looks she looks good. She Makoto almost looks like does. she is about to uh, go to her job as a high powered business lady. <laughs> I I love this. It's all like forest green belted like top and skirt really nice boots i love it it's really good uh ray is in uh, uh, ray's wearing her colors that's true that's her true. outfit uh, is my favorite out of the out of all of them they went I can see that they went collar crazy in this everybody's yeah. got they collars did, the collars got a little buck wild because we got next up is ami who's got a fuzzy turtleneck on with a, some kind of wrap yeah, she's wearing, but it, the wrap is the exact same color, so that's weird. But she's—it's not just a fuzzy turtleneck. Her also her cuffs are fuzzy. Yeah, and it's it's like pale yellow. Minako is wearing uh, a just a like a you know, it's it's actually kind of her usual outfit. She usually has like that kind of collar. It's the big, uh, the the big what is that called? That's not a Peter Pan collar. What is that? It's, oh, I can't remember what it's called, but it's not far from a Peter Pan collar. 
But it's not usually fuzzy because, again, they've given her a fuzzy outfit. It's cold outside. Yeah, it's almost Halloween. It's not. No, it's January. It's January when it aired. It is. Yeah. It is January, which In I the show. OK, only because I looked up something about the next episode, which puts it in January. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Then we've got Usagi. Oh, God. Usagi. Who is bursting forth from a <laughs> collection of doilies. It's not good, Usagi. It's quite bad. I love it. What? It's so, it's so good. It's so over the top. I actually don't like it with the skirt. I think the skirt is too much. Maybe like with the pants. Oh, yeah. The skirt's too much. The, the pants would have been better. There's only one part of this outfit that's too much. <laughs> Wait. Now, when you say you like it, do you mean I like it to laugh at it on this show, or do you mean like I'd wear it? Uh, I might wear. I like ridiculous. Wow. I like ridiculous tops, but <laughs> I don't think she styled it well with the skirt. Okay. All right. Uh, please make this shirt. Please make this <laughs> this cosplay. If I did, if I did a casual outfit, it would be Ray's pink overalls, because those mm. are my favorite. That's my favorite casual senshi outfit all right all right yeah uh you could get your fiance to wear the weird shirt with the incense on it yes <laughs> somebody somebody out there has got to make this shirt chris will look great at it this. probably exists honestly or something similar has to exist oh i'm sure it's it's looks ridiculous though yeah, she looks preposterous because again like she's cosplaying her own wedding cake because what we you know again it's it's all about the fact that there's so many frills at the collar there's like three or four layers of thrills of frills at this collar i feel like everyone in this episode is just like peak themselves and <laughs> i feel like that's why she has just even more frills and bows than normal our pal aaron gladstone uh one of the greats once drew one of my favorite pieces of sailor moon fan art which is that when she was a kid uh she just assumed like she she had no idea what came after like super sailor moon so okay. she just assumed usagi kept getting more and more forms with more collars and more ruffles and wow. more skirts and so she draws this this sailor moon with like 14 collars <laughs> it's very good <laughs> that sounds amazing yeah and then Memo's wearing like a light orange Memo's outfit's garbage. It's not as bad as Usagi's. It's not good. It's garbage because he's a garbage man. Okay, well, <laughs> great. Is that like a brown vest he's wearing or a black vest? I can't quite tell from the tone. It's brown. Yuck. Yeah, yeah. I don't. It's very, he's earth. Earth tones are not his friend. No, this isn't a good look for him. That being said, again, I don't think it's a hundred percent best to worst because I still think he looks better than Usagi right now. I'm sorry. You think earth That's... tones would work on someone who represents the earth. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's good with green. He's good with Everybody's got to wear jewel tones because they're all friggin' rocks. No, no, these the, these are good guys. They're not rock people. Planets are rocks, Jordan. They're just big <sighs> space rocks. With gas. And, yeah. you know, life sometimes, especially earth. Yeah, especially that's the that's the one that we know of. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Jordan, what are we going to do with you? So yes, let's get back Usagi to the conversation. Said, like they're talking about Chibi having a boyfriend, and Usagi goes, "I wonder what sort of boy is Chibi uses type." Little boy, mm. boy, oh boy! So that's where this episode's going. 
Mina giggling every time is so funny. It's um, it's yeah. pretty great. So from there, we cut to a complicated bondage setup. Uh, right what? after asking what type of boy is Chibiusa's type. It's this guy who's tied up. <laughs> so now I don't remember. I, I, I guess I forgot from last episode that he's still tied up. Like, I thought he escaped, but it wasn't he escaped. He just projected his dream out. Yeah, he just projected his brain and his brain became a horse because he's a horse inside. His beautiful dream. His beautiful horse dream. Yeah. He's still very naked, tied up at uh, the Dead Moon Circus. I mean, maybe he's got underwear on. We don't know. Defo, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's some real certainty you got there. Um, so so someone is, uh, is, uh, is, uh, <laughs> is uh, caressing his body lines from afar, which is weird. <laughs> Yes, very weird. It's Queen Nihilonia. This is the best look at her we've had so far. Mm-hmm. She, you know how um, Usagi has like a moon on her forehead. Yes, and like the Black Moon Clan or the or the, um, the uh, Spectre Sisters had like a black moon on their heads. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Queen Nihilonia's got three moons <laughs> yep. and a jewel and three moons on her ears too. And her eyes have like cat's eyes, but they end up looking more like a sliver of a moon. Yeah, like yeah. oh, but they're not even cat eyes because they're inside of her pupil. Like it's like the iris. She has she just has like a crescent iris, I guess. Yeah, and she's just like air stroking Helios. Yes, yes. I don't like it. It's not ideal. Uh, hey, it makes her seethe though. Mm-hmm. She hates it. <laughs> I mean, no spoilers, but I think she's wrong too. Like morally speaking, no. Or... She says some facts that I think are incorrect. Okay. She's like, uh, hey, I have the body of Helios, the protector of the golden crystal, but I don't have the fucking crystal. So that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember. Uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm misremembering too, but uh there you are. Uh so so finally Nihilania's like, Zirconia, I don't know if you've noticed. But you keep fucking failing. <laughs> <laughs> Because I've noticed, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I thought you were going somewhere. No, no, that's that. it. That's what she says. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she sucks. Yeah. Zirconia really sucks. Like, she's the fucking weak link. Yeah, she's really bad. She's the, like, if we ever rank the villains again, she is dirt worst. Yeah, I can't think of anybody uh, worse than her. Uh, let me think about this. Do, 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 do. No, I can't. I mean, she's definitely better than Alan and Anne, or worse than Alan and Anne. I mean, I was like, wait a second. <laughs> worse, worse, worse. I mean, again, they're not that good at things, but she's worse. Yeah, just, just bad, just, just bad. So now we get to cut to the uh, Amazonist quartet in their jammies. Hmm. Yes, I actually thought this bit was pretty fun because we see them sleeping, and they're wearing like pajama versions of their costumes (laughs) which is actually pretty cute and they're all they're all dreaming about how much uh madame zirconia sucks uh and also they're sleeping till noon so i know you love that so good i don't do that anymore jordan oh nice nice i get up i I go to bed early now i'm married Ah, okay okay being married's great because you can just go to sleep Instead of staying up looking for ladies, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. 
No, thank you. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So, uh, so she wakes them up, uh, yells at them all for sleeping all night. They call her a, a dried squid. She throws a picture of their next target in their face and says, see if this one has a dream. And even though nothing has happened in this episode at all, that brings us to the act break. It sure friggin' does. Hey, Jordan. Yeah. We've been through a lot with this friggin' horse. Yes. Yes. If people respect that, if people like that, then how can they support the show? Um, what they can do is they can go to a site called patreon.com at a slash sailor business, and they can sign up there to give us uh, a, a, a small uh, token of their appreciation monetarily every month from as little as $1 to as much as all the money that they possibly can give. We don't ask that they give that larger amount. We're at, we're looking for something. Oh, I do. Well, that's very selfish of you. They would, not, why is it selfish of me? Because they would go bankrupt in, in one month. I didn't invent capitalism. Well, okay. I care about you listeners so i don't want you to do that i want you to stick with something closer to the one dollar one five maybe even 15 because you know what happens at 15 what's that you get a sailor business pin and we just made a brand new one so that even if you already have one you can get a completely new pin this is a small pin of luna leaning over and it says beautifully act sorry one of our favorite scenes from the show Yes, that should be your tattoo. I'll get Tennis Ball Sailor Moon, you get Act Sorry. I mean, listen, it would be something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So th- this is, he- here's the deal. Anybody who's currently at the $15 level, we're, this is early November. I'm going to go through and, and check it and make sure everything. We haven't started sending the pins out. I do have them here. Uh, but everybody who's at $15 right now will be getting that pin and everybody who pledges going forward is going to get that pin unless they specifically request the tennis ball sailor moon pin we've also got the xenobiz pin coming uh that'll be in 2019 early 2019 so uh keep an eye out for that if you are a xenobiz listener as well but uh until then we have some people to thank and it's been a it's been a bit since we've thanked some people let's do it uh we need to thank uh ian thank you ian we need to thank Jeffrey. Thank you so much, Jeffrey. And Jeff. Jeff, thank you. Uh, we need to thank Saturn Police. Well, who wouldn't want to thank Saturn Police? Thank you. And Christine. Thank you, Christine. Uh, and Chad. Chad, I appreciate it. Uh, Edward. Edward, thank pledged. you so much. Oh, yes. Uh, Ali pledged. Allie, thank you. And I think that's all the newest ones we've got. If you have not been thanked, let me know, and we will make sure we get you thanked. But uh, yeah, we're going to be updating the spreadsheet and getting the new pins out to people. I'm very excited about them. Thanks again to Proton Factory for making the pins happen. Uh, Yeah, that's where we're at with the pins. Thank you so much. Oh, also, I guess uh, this would be a good time to say that uh we are pretty close to the end 
of supers. Mm-hmm, Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you, Sagi, for that mm-hmm. one. Uh, so we're going to be doing, I think, at, between supers and uh, stars is when we should do the movies. What do you think, Jordan? Uh, yeah, that makes total sense. Is is the Super S movie uh, out yet? I, I, the S movie, at least. I, I meant the, the two episodes we're going to devote to the movie. Let's see. Let's see. Sailor Moon Super S movie. Uh, yeah, I don't think... Do they have a... I don't I don't even see a release date yet, unfortunately. But we could do the Super S, or just the regular S movie. Yeah. I have it now uh, as well. This, is, this isn't the one where Luna's a people, is it? I don't want to spoil things for you. Is this... But I know one of them's the one where Luna's a people. Well, it might be this one, or it might be the next one. I don't want it to be this one. <laughs> well, you're going to watch them both! I know. <laughs> I've been I've been through I've been through so much mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just to get to Luna being a people that doesn't feel right. The Super S movie was also shown in theaters, wasn't it? Yes, but I did not uh, get into. No, that no, I, I know, I know, but uh, I just meant uh, I'm surprised they haven't announced when they're selling it yet. Well, you know they don't want to don't want to oversaturate the market. <sighs> okay, well they I mean they uh, well whatever. Anyway, this great conversation that we're having is being recorded for people to listen to that we want to give us money. Hey, they want to, the, our fans want to hear it all raw and uncut as it happens. Point being, we're going to be scheduling, I'm going to be scheduling uh, supers and, or uh, stars and the movies pretty soon. I know people have written in already uh, expressing a lot of interest. I've got a couple people down for uh stars already i i do want to say to everybody i appreciate people writing in i think stars because it's the last bit of sailor moon is maybe going to be a little more a little less of an open call than the past couple seasons have been in fact uh, you might you might also want to say uh in addition to writing in to say that you're available which we do appreciate also write into who you'd like to have us try to get back yeah if you have a if you have a favorite guest from the past that you'd like to hear back on the show, then by all means, um, we're, we're obviously going to get some of our all stars back for that final season. Uh, I'm very excited about it. It's gonna be it's gonna be very bittersweet mm-hmm, to get to mm-hmm. the end of Sailor Moon because what do we do then? I know what we do then. We watch Pretty Guardian, but we'll see. We will see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we will see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So can we go back to the episode? <sighs> Isn't there anything else we can talk about? <laughs> we could do a Twitter question if you want. Oh, wow. I'm so unprepared for that, but I'll, Good I'll do it. Good bro. Thanks. You're welcome. Hey, you said I was quiet. <laughs> Sorry. Times have changed. Uh, hey, here's a, here's a question that is relevant to everyone present. Now, the episode that we... Uh, uh, most recent episode we put up was the one where uh, Helios and Chibi kissed so uh when after we put that up dave pendris who's asked us lots of questions before said uh so sailor business after that last episode are you guys pro or con sailor saturn swinging her silence glaive and resetting the universe let's do it (laughs) i mean like on the show or just in real life because the answer is yes both ways yeah i vote yes for both as well no how far back do we go all the way to the beginning of time i think so what and what guarantees it doesn't turn out the same way again? 
I I am <laughs> very close to subscribing, like unironically, to the theory that when they switched on the Large Hadron Collider, like we created the bad universe. <gasps> As opposed to what? Well, there's a good universe out there somewhere. <laughs> I like that theory. So wait, so wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. So when the when the collider turns on, it like there's like a positive charge morality and negative charge morality universe. Yeah, you edit comic books. You know how this works. Okay, so we're talking about like uh, what what are they called? What are the injustice? No, they're not the Injustice Society. That's a different thing. Crime What's Syndicate. The- Crime Syndicate. Yeah, we're in yeah. Owlman world. I t- look around. Hmm. Yes. Mm. Anyways, Twitter question, Jordan. That was a Twitter question. You want another one? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, I hold on. Fr- I literally forgot that was a Twitter question. <laughs> Christina, you <laughs> have a silence wave. How does it work? Can you describe it to us? Uh, yeah. I think she just has to drop it down, and that just resets everything. Wow. Okay. And she also has like a protective move that she uses in the anime at some point. Oh, oh, like it can block things. Yeah, I think oh, it's sure, like sure. silent silence wall or something. I don't remember when it shows up, but I know that it exists. Do you know what her attack is called? Uh, Death Reborn Revolution. Uh, Whoa! Holy yeah. shit, that's dope. Yeah, <laughs> that's better than Dead Scream. <laughs> I didn't think it was possible. <laughs> she wow. just doesn't get to use it like Dead Scream gets used. Right, right, right. Well, the universe would be destroyed. Dead Scream. <laughs> Oh, so cool. All right, well, one more, and then we'll go oh, back to the Oh, one show. more. Let's see. Um, Elizabeth asks, if each senshi had their own comic spinoff series, which era would best capture each senshi's spinoff, and what would they be about? Ooh, interesting. Um, that's, that's interesting. That is out of my area of expertise. Well, the easiest one to answer is Sailor Moon, because I feel like it would basically be like the beginning of the series. Oh, I thought no. I think they. I think the question is, what era of comics? Yeah, would fit each character. Okay, all right. So obviously, like the outers are X Force, nineties, yeah, nineties. Yeah, except except um, Pluto is like a weird nineties Vertigo book. <laughs> uh, do you think that you could do Sailor Moon, Silver Age Sailor Moon, where she's like getting into like really wacky hijinks? I think so. That'd be great. I don't like the the line between the Silver Age DC Comics and the first season of Sailor Moon is pretty thin. I love that. That's that's where I want to be. Agreed. Agreed. Um what's 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 uh Jupiter's spin-off? Uh I mean this is a cop out, but I think Jupiter would be like a really good shonen cooking manga. <laughs> I I see the only one I've read is Ironwalk Jan and I really loved it. Yeah. It's crazy. Ami's the tough one. Hmm. I mean, did you ever read like Logic Comics? <laughs> no. It's good. It's a it's a, you know, comic about a real life mathematician, so there you are. It'd be like some Scott McCloud stuff. There you go. There you go. Yeah. All right. Done with that question. <laughs> well, you didn't do Mina, but that's fine. Uh good lord. I don't think we can get into what Mina's comic would be. Romance comics from the fifties. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you you don't sound like you believe it. Really? Is that what you think? Oh, and Ray too. We actually we skipped a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe they should be more interesting. Wow. Wow. Sorry, Ray fans. 
this and that was rude and I'm sorry, but I'm very <laughs> sleepy. Well, we're, that's fine. We're just going to jump back into this lovely Rhapsody. Yeah, we sure are. So <laughs> more stuff doesn't happen. So, okay, again, we better, you know what? Things are pretty confusing, so we better recap. The bad guys now have a target. Yeah, that's the first half of the episode. <laughs> so this this is where the episode becomes the senshi trying to figure out things about Chibiusa's new boyfriend. Yeah. Oh, wait, and hold on. You should, do a, you should do a Chibiusa fashion corner. I mean, it's cute. I like uh, the best thing about this is that she has a bow on one of her Odongos. That's really cute. Yeah, this is a very I'm not, bow-centric. I'm not joking. Like, I think that's a really cute look. I like that it has like a little rickrack edge too. What? Like the oh, oh, the, oh, the edge of it. Yeah, it's like little zigzag. Like it's a cute detail. Yeah, she's got this is she's wearing she's got a bow on each foot, three bows on the 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 main part of her dress, and one on her hair. Yeah, it's it's a lot of bows. Mm-hmm. They wear a lot of bows on this show. <laughs> it's a bow show. Pro bow. Pro bow show. <laughs> well, right. what else can we talk about that's not the events of this episode Ooh, it's fine. I got this one. Is, oh you do let's hear <laughs> it. Go for it i just like my uh episode was paused when they were like at the crepe stand and i can't even like get it to go back there but the lady at the crepe stand was wearing a very cute heart-shaped apron yeah i see it i see it nice there it is. horrible that's it that's my detailed ad uh yeah so this is the episode is now about the senshi asking about Chibiusa's new boyfriend and Chibiusa not saying he's a horse, but basically saying he's a horse and confusing everyone. All right. So they buy her crepes to butter her up and they started off by going like, you know, you can, this is uh this is Jupiter and Mars. You know, you could tell us anything, right? She's like, yeah, sure. I guess. I'm going to tell y'all's asses when my birthday is. So maybe you won't forget <laughs> oh. in the future. They don't forget. It's a surprise party. Come on. That's true. Oh, I was going to add in the dub. I don't know. In the dub, two things. Oh. Uh, one, Chibius is way snarkier with them because they have her like, um, you can hear her thoughts essentially where she's like, oh, they're acting really weird. I wonder what they want. And they show up and she's like, what do you guys want? And like a really like snippy voice. And again, Makoto, instead of talking about a senpai, Makoto's like, your new best friend, which is very why weird. Would, why? Why best friend? I'm not sure. Because they don't want to promote. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot <laughs> that it's a fucking horse. That's why. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's pretty self. Yeah. Self yeah. That's on me. <laughs> Cloverway was actually looking out for us on that one. <laughs> I mean, listen, no, though, it. Like it doesn't work in the same way that the cousin thing didn't work. The the best friend horse thing doesn't work. I watched the dubs originally when I watched it a zillion years ago. It's clearly a romance. And they yeah. still treat it like a romance too. They just, for some reason, instead of Makoto talking about like an older, like a senpai, she's talking about a friend. They're, they're like, isn't there anything you want to ask us? She's like, no, I got it covered. Although I just wish there was something I could do. And both of them are like, oh, and then Jupiter's like, well, I can help you make a a a, a, a delicious lunch that conveys your feelings, <laughs> which is such a classic Jupiter move. I also feel like Chibiusa should have questions, because Lord knows I do. <laughs> I feel like I'd be embarrassed to tell people I'm in love with a horse. 
You know what? Good. Yes. <laughs> just, yeah, just, that. Good. just putting that out there. No. No, listen. You can tell us. Oh, okay. You can, but please don't. <laughs> I mean, the good news is I'm not in love with a horse. Oh, phew. Great. Thank God. Great. Was getting pretty worried. So, yeah. Um, what I, the part I don't get is that, like, I mean, I guess Chibi is just, like, doesn't want to talk about it. But, like, literally... Jupiter just keeps saying senpai over and over again, so much so that Ray eventually yells at her. And it's kind of weird that she doesn't go, I, it's not my senpai. Like, what? Yeah, she could just be like, you're wrong. That's not right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. So we also, after the crepes, we then get uh, the second pairing to uh, try to get some information here. And this is... yeah. The couples are broken up. I don't like this. This one time it's Ami and, and Minako. I told you they broke up. They, they, it's a new couple. I don't. Don't. I, I'm holding on to this. It's all I have in this world. This is cold <laughs> love. This, this, this one. Ugh. <laughs> um, or cold heart. All right. There you go. Cold, cold, heart. cold heart's actually pretty good. There you go. Cold heart. Uh, 30 Tau ice cream. 32, 32, ice, 32 cream. ice cream. It just looks like Tau for a second there. <laughs> the the cursive is not very good. Actually, I think it does say doesn't matter. Yeah, I think cold heart is ha- going to have to be it, because the only thing I can come up with is wet crescent, and that's not. Oh, that's, Jesus. Yeah, I regret it immediately. It looks like it says 30 Tau ice cream. It really does. It really does. But then there's like the little 32s on the side. <laughs> yes, there is. So that, that gives it away. Uh, it doesn't mean, again, it could, it could, they did say fruit pallor one time. So it could be a legitimate mistake. Um, anyway, again, the, the Cold Heart has bought uh, Chibi uh, two scoops of ice cream. Yeah. And they say, you're like a little sister to us, which, okay. So they're like, hey, is there someone you can't stop thinking about? What sort of person is he? Yeah, exactly. What kind of person? She's like, and then I wouldn't really goes, say a person. Yeah. I don't know if I'd say a person. <laughs> Which is, for some reason, she says that to Minako, and Minako does get a confused look on her face. It's a very good Ikahara uh, confused look, but doesn't go, hang on, I'm sorry. <laughs> what does that mean? Is it one of the talking cats? Uh, doesn't she... Uh take it to mean it must be more than one person yes <laughs> which i love <laughs> which yeah minako immediately goes without experience to dating two boys at the same time can be difficult which is a great little callback and then this is the even crazier part ami says have we met him before and she goes yes he has a white coat <laughs> <laughs> and then she says his face is vertically long <laughs> <laughs> and both girls are completely freaked out by this. Yeah, because it's a weird thing to say. They're freaked out for good reason. And for then she very, says, very Ami. good reason. Minako goes, Ami, does she mean long like a horse? And they're clearly talking about the face, but Ami, whose mind is filthy, <laughs> uh, is like, long like a horse. Minako, that means something else. Is that what she's meaning? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I did not get that. That's what she was saying when she said it's so vulgar she can't say it. Yeah. No. They're... Wait. So wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh-huh. You're telling me that 
Sailor Mercury. Yeah. Is sitting there talking to an eight to 10 year old child. Thinking that the child is going, I love that long horse dick. <laughs> Boy, I didn't want to say it, but yeah, that's exactly what's going oh on. Oh my in this God. Scene. <laughs> what? What? Yeah, man. I said this episode was wild. It is, uh, bonkers. I did not make this connection. Oh, it's like, I mean, there's no getting around it. That's exactly what's happening because Mercury literally goes, that has a different meaning. That like means something else. And I can't say it. It's too vulgar. And that's the only (laughs) thing she'd be talking about is a horse dong. Wow. I did not make that connection. Always the quiet ones. Yep. Apparently. I love Minako's little scream as well after uh, Mercury says it's too vulgar. (laughs) Oh, my word. Yeah. Don't know what math she's been doing. Measuring, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no. uh, This is why I looked up the Cloverway dub because I really wanted to know what they did here. Um, Instead, they, after she says, the long face um minako is like starts calling him a donkey face and mercury is like that's really mean you can't say that so Aww. they they cut out the the vulgar part pretty swiftly sure 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 so the next attempt comes from mamo who takes her out to dinner to like the four seasons <laughs> to like a fancy <laughs> restaurant with wine yeah like a really fancy restaurant and meanwhile, Minako, Makoto, is it all of them or is it just the three of them? Oh, it's, it's Minako, all of Makoto, them. Ray. No, no, it's yeah, all it's, five. It's all five. It's all five of them are at an adjacent table. They're they're across the restaurant. Like they're not close enough to be like seen or to be heard, I should say. Um, but they're close enough that they can watch. Um, and uh, they're they're first of all, they're all still wearing their same outfit. Mm-hmm. Yusagi looks like a clown. The skirt is bad. It's skirt's bad. so bad. I mean, this shirt is pretty bad. Anyway, uh, they all of a sudden realize this restaurant seems kind of expensive. <laughs> so then the waiter comes over and they're like, water. <laughs> we'll have water. And except for Amy, who goes, I'll have apple juice. Yeah. That's what he's making. He's he's This guy is going to end up with a $1 tip <laughs> on this table, if that. Yep. Hey, wait a minute. Hang on. Yes. Ami already has a drink. I thought Does that she? was like a candle or something at their no. table. Is well, it a not, drink? It's not lit. It looks like it's in a wine glass. Oh, yeah. I was trying to figure that. Oh, it does look like a wine. Amy's getting yeah. sloshed. Ami's getting drunk. <laughs> this, is a, this is a bold new Ami. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so Mamo's talking about... God, going on a date with his daughter, and she's like, "You're gonna be my boyfriend forever." And he Ugh. starts being like, "No, you're gonna meet somebody else." And will you introduce me to him? And she's like, "Oh, I'd love you to meet my boyfriend." Here's the weird thing. About Let's this episode. hear the weird thing. The one Chibiusa told Minako and Ami, he's got a white coat and a vertically long face, like a horse. And because Mercury got distracted. They didn't put it together that there's a white horse that she summons every day. No, they did not. They did not. 
Because she was too busy thinking about a horse. <laughs> Oh, God, uh, Jordan. <laughs> Jay, you, bleep it, you, please. You, wait, wait, we're going to bleep it? Yeah, bleep it. This is a, this is a explicit tagged podcast. It's too explicit. This is, you're getting into Xenobiz territory. Uh, I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, I thought you were going to say the weird part was that a uh, fully nude golden woman starts backing her butt towards them. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know. Like, listen, this is a pretty explicitly drawn naked lady for a child show. <laughs> yeah. Did they show this in the uh, in the Clover way? I, yeah, I think they did. That's um, crazy. I don't know if I remember if they like censored the visual of it at all, though. Because it's full on side boob. She's a hundred percent naked from top to bottom, and her butt is just her butt, and it's you know rendered. Maybe they're like it's art, so it's different. I guess so. So this naked statue slides towards them, and then a potted plant slides towards them, and then a piano. <laughs> just, just an entire grand piano slide towards him, and then a Picasso just just zips right up to them, and then uh, Chibi says she gets the feeling people might be listening to them, and you see that four of the five scouts have pushed these items up to them so that they could eavesdrop, while Amy is just sitting there drinking her juice. Yeah, juice. Mm. Yeah, Ami's like, can I get some apple juice? Wink, wink. <laughs> In the dub, she asks for the apple juice to go turbo speed. Ah, turbo speed. <laughs> direct, love it. Direct quote. Turbo speed. That's I love it. That's extremely good. After this, this uh, apparently Chibi stormed out of there angry, and uh, or Mamo ran away actually uh, upset about what had happened. Now that I, I think about it, and uh, they followed Chibi to the park where she is angry on one of the docks of the of the lake of probably time travel lake i imagine i don't know yeah probably so and um she's just sitting there steaming and they're watching and uh, across the way from her there's a dude feeding the koi and all of a sudden the scouts realize hang on a second look at that guy he's wearing a white coat and he's a hideous fucking freak man <laughs> He has, he's a horseman. He's not a horseman. He just has a fucking insane long face that is. No, 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 Jordan. I mean, he heralds the apocalypse. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Everything. The seventh seal has been opened. Yeah, this is bad. This guy's bad. <laughs> he's not that. You're, I, I am surprised that you are this freaked out by this guy. He's not. He's ugly. You're, now you're just being rude. No, I'm not just being rude. I'm, I'm being rude and freaked out by how ugly he is. <laughs> like, did you ever read um, Razzle? I don't know what that is. It's uh, Jeff Smith's book he did after Bone. Yeah, okay, I know what you're talking about. R-A-S-L. Uh, I just, yeah, I, 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 I don't know if that's how you're supposed to pronounce it. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. it, it has a dude who kind of looks like this, whose face is just like warped and weird. Uh, like again, kind of Picasso-ish, almost. Like that's not how a human being is supposed to look. Uh, it's freaky. 
I, I was with you and then you crossed the line and now I'm like, hey, fuck you. This guy's my friend. Because <laughs> I said he didn't look human. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, he does look very horsey. Uh, I'm paused on the frame with like the dramatic lines coming out of him. Yeah. It's very intense. I wish that they had seen this guy and gone like, hey, you know who he looks like? Is that horse that shows up every time we fight bad guys that we know about? <laughs> that we 100% definitely know about. This is fucking weird, man. If only. And the fish comes back, which I like. Oh, yeah, he's because he's feeding a zillion koi. They they have this uh, shot that they did that they use a lot of, like, a, a huge uh, school of fish all sticking their faces out of the water going like, bah, 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 bah. Well, how do they go? just one more time to make sure we've got it thank you you're welcome it's a anyway so they're convinced they see this hideous uh beast face and they think uh chibi's in love with this guy of course yeah because i mean obviously and for some reason they just don't go over and kick this guy's ass immediately (laughs) because if that's what you think is going on that is what you should do (laughs) She's nine. He's an adult. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, you know what would be funny? What? What? Like, if if that was the guy that the bad guys were targeting. That No, that would be way too much of a <laughs> coincidence. ridiculous. Like Even a, for this show. It, like, because it it's just a weird. random guy. Yeah. And they just happen to be there looking at him. And he happens to fulfill the criteria of what she said her boyfriend was. Yeah, and also, like, I mean, this guy is so distinct looking that if he was, then we would have seen, like, a picture of him earlier. Like, we always see the picture. Oh, well, you know, they didn't so really show would, the picture, though. They just kind of, like, Yeah, threw it would be, it like, in. really poorly set up. If yeah, we... that'd be weird. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, he's the guy. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it turns out. So who's this? It's the green one. Who's the green one? Jinjin. Oh. Jin-jin. There you go. Thank you. The, ho- the horseman. The horseman. He gets uh, evanescence orbed. One of the fish helps. Yeah, it's it's a really sweet bank shot. <laughs> I like the little fish that takes the shot. Yeah, and I like that. There's just no. It's like one of the only targets that has no backstory. They're just like, here he is. That's it. Yeah, nothing about this guy. So the the scouts transform. Oh, the mirror is not no, the mirror. Hold on, by yeah. the way, because. Exactly. <laughs> we still have like five more episodes. But also, Junjun is furious at Zirconia. Rightly so. Rightly so. TBQH. The lead was weak. Exactly. The lead, the lead was weak. Not their fault. And so the scouts all go into their speech in which they all are all assuming that this is the guy that Chibi's in love with. And they're all assuming their specific bits of information that they their pet information. So uh, Ray focuses on the fact that it's her first love, uh, that it's her senpai, says Jupiter, that it's two men, <laughs> says Nina, that she's meddling with the study of love, uh, says, says uh, what's her name? Ami. Yeah, and it zooms in on each of them yeah. and then pulls out as though it's it's doing the little speech section for the first time. It's, it's one of my favorite parts of the episode. And then it cuts back to Jinjun and she's like, you guys seem pretty riled up today. <laughs> Us too. Us too. Also in this shot, it looks like Mars is going to fall off this bridge. And it really bothers me. <laughs> if you like look at her foot, it just is not on 
the floor. I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. She summons forth uh, Lemuris, and it's... I don't even like this thing. It's weird, and I don't... Well, it's a fish monster, and at it's first... A, it's a koi monster. Yeah, yeah. In my notes, I was like... It's a this koi is boy. A, this is a circus fish. But again, finding out about the love uh, connection... And well, you know what I mean. The love pun uh, makes me go, okay, well, at least it makes sense in the episode, even if it doesn't in the universe of the show. Yeah. And also, his uh, Paku Paku is the onomatopoeia that like his little mouth is making... Like the whole time, the little like pop pop sound the fish make. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's also the sound Pac Man makes, Paku Paku. Yeah. So he's a fish? Pac Man? I never yes. knew he no. was a fish. No, no, I don't. no he just, he's not a fish. He just makes sound. that sound. Uh, yeah, I was kidding. I was kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> Chibi almost gets eaten by a giant koi, which is weird. No, I love that. I love that not only is this giant koi trying to eat her it has tamed all of the the wild (laughs) koi into being its army cheering it on they're Uh, all going koi 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 so good who 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 oh yeah sorry no that's that was do you not have the the cue no i've got it i just don't i'm not feeling it this week So he throws his rose through both of the fish's lips. It's so funny. (laughs) It is both gross and funny. You are correct. (laughs) That is accurate. (laughs) Now you two. Yeah. Please check this. everyone's stream. They do the jingle bells. They do. That's what it's called, right? Jingle it's jingle bells. bells. It's almost Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and then they do the Christmas kaleidoscope. And then the horse shows up. And the horse is like physically is the horse physically present? I what does the horse do? No. Give lend her lend his the power. The horse makes the wand? It lends her the power. I don't know. I don't know what the horse does, and I don't understand it. I think it lends her the power, is what I'm saying. What power? Uh the power of voodoo. <laughs> voodoo. You do. Do what? Remind me of the horse. Okay. We did a bit, um, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> Thanks for coming. <laughs> um, so, so listen, ugly, ugly horseman is fine. Uh, he gets his Just call him mirror horseman. back. You don't oh. have to call him ugly. It's very rude. I think of the two horse people in the show, he's the ugly one. <laughs> I mean, look, you're not wrong is the sad thing. <laughs> So I was clarifying. Uh, he goes goes back to feeding the fish, and he's fine. Don't worry about he it. He looks very happy. Very yeah. happy. And then Mamoru, 47-year-old-ass Mamoru, no. is like, hey, he looks pretty old for her, doesn't he? Which is true. She's nine. Yeah. Uh, and that guy is older than Mamoru. The, I don't know. I'm telling you. It's hard to tell. Oh, you get you get uglier the older you get. So random aside what? on the Mamaru age thing. I actually <laughs> I'm kidding. Go ahead. Go ahead. I watched the Spanish dub for this episode. Also, what? Because what? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to find the US one and I saw the Spanish one. I'm like, you know what? I'll watch it in Spanish. And nice. They make Mamaru sound like like an old like a 50 year old man. Uh, it's ten- You know, like, have you oh, they make him sound a little younger? Yeah, just a little. Ah, like, I don't know if you're familiar with, like, a stereotypical Spanish radio announcer voice, but like, 
Yeah, a little bit, yeah. He sounds like well, that. only from Nick Kroll. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's weird. That's that is weird. That's yes. So speaking of weird jokes, it ends on a weird joke because Chibi yells. They're all button their nose into who Chibi's dating again. Same thing as before. Oh, it was. It's she has two boyfriends. No, it's her senpai. And she goes, "Well, you guys are all wrong. You guys are all stupid. The person I love is." And they're like, oh, "What?" And she goes. A secret, and then they all plots. Yeah, is it is it over? Um, pretty much, yeah. It's yeah. over. They all literally plots, by the way. Yeah. So now it's time for us to talk about what we've learned from this episode. I'm so tired <laughs> of this show, or I mean, ge- in general and specifically. Uh, Christina, we'll start with you. What did you learn from episode 159 of Sailor Moon? I learned that to fly, I just need to run. Oh, yeah, that's true. Wow, I have that on my wall, painted on a piece of wood. Along with, like, live, laugh, love? Yeah, it's next to another piece of wood that just says house. (laughs) Uh, Jordan, what did you learn from this episode? I learned that... um... I didn't really learn that much. I learned that uh, inexperienced lovers should probably not start with two men at once. I mean, that's a that's a good thing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. How about you? Uh, what did I learn from this episode? I learned that I learned why the long face. <laughs> why? Because he's vertically long, and it means something else. It's too vulgar to say. <laughs> oh. I actually did learn about that. I learned something about Mercury. Yeah. That uh, I didn't know before. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, bad episode. Now, you you say you like this episode. I like <laughs> talk, this talk episode. Talk to us about that. Talk to us about that, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it just feels a little... I, I feel like the jokes are tight. Like, I like how they tie in the fish thing and... Uh oh what was I going to say? I like that every character is kind of like peak themselves like Yeah, that's true. Like I don't know, it just felt like here are your characters and they're all going to act like in the most stereotypical form of themselves and it's pretty funny and I enjoy it. I you know what? I listen, I'll agree with you. I think about half this episode is good. I cuz I I think you're right. The 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 funny scouts are funny and and I, when I defend yeah. When I defend uh, filler episodes, that's what I'm defending. I'm defending like a really great episode that shows off the the characters and the relationships in a funny way. The problem is half of the episode is is just fucking horse nonsense. Yeah, <laughs> half the episode isn't the episode. It's like it's a music video. Yeah. But I think yeah. it's interesting that the episode manages to feel. I forgot that that was at the beginning when I was thinking of this episode <laughs> sure. because sure. I feel like the rest of it feels so like complete and tight on its own that I usually forget that the beginning exists. But you know what? And that's the other thing. It's a hundred percent unnecessary because, like I said, it starts with a recap that we already know. It goes into the music video where there's no new information. You could have cut every single bit of that. Had maybe a. a, a 30 second scene where she is talking to Pegasus on her crystal ball and is like, Oh, now that I know your secret, I feel even closer to you. And then they could have added in, you know, actual bad guy plot or something for the rest of the, the 10 minutes they'd, they'd be replacing. And I think it would have been a twice as good episode as it is. 100%. Yeah. The only thing I can, there's two reasons I feel like that may have like either they wrote the episode and they're like, uh, it's too short. Let's add a horse music video. Or also in the, in the super S manga at the beginning of the arc, 
she has like Chibusa like has a dream where she flies through the city on a Pegasus, but it's like at the very beginning of the season. And I'm wondering if they tried to like tie that in later on, but it still feels really like unnecessary. Yeah. 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 Not my, like you, you talk about filler episodes mm-hmm. and I feel like, you know, filler episodes are episodes that do not advance the ongoing plot. Right. Mm hmm this is not like that kind of filler episode this episode is like the like nothing happens in it for most of the episode and then at the end of the day nothing has happened like we don't even like we barely even get a reason for the villains to be here which is very well because that's the thing I feel like the villain's plan is so stupid for this season that at this point in the season, even the people making the show are sick of it. Like, they're like, what, are we supposed to fucking do this again? Yeah. We're supposed to do another? They Guess what? They get a picture. Is it going to be the one? No, it's fucking not. Yeah, and it goes into, I mean, the end game for this season is coming up really soon, which I'm sure you're excited mm-hmm. about. But I feel like they're just trying to fill mm-hmm. episodes because nothing is building up to that happening. It just, like, suddenly it gets grim for them i also feel like i also correct me if i'm wrong and maybe again maybe it's happening in a way i don't understand and it will show me more clearly soon but i feel like there's no story to the amazonist quartet um we didn't like the story that there was for the amazon trio in that it was this creepy like predator story that they were telling Mm -hmm. but like at least by the end of it it went somewhere you know what i mean like they had a, a goal. I, I guess there's the fact that they all hate uh, uh, Zirconia, and so I, and they almost fought her and defeated her and then didn't. So I'm hoping that that will go somewhere. But for the most part, it's just like, here's another episode. They do some stuff. It's fine. Don't worry yeah, about it. I don't remember what their arc is in the anime, but they definitely have an arc and like a reason in the manga. Well, we've been told they're Sailor Scouts in the manga. Yes. <laughs> so that changes a lot. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it seems like there's a lot of really good ideas in this uh, Sailor Moon manga that maybe they should have put in the uh, Sailor Moon anime. Uh, but one of those ideas was a girl and a horse, I think. So, yeah, I think it's established <laughs> that he's a boy and not a horse for reals pretty early on. And it's not as heavy handed in the manga either. Like, I feel like the Super S manga is a lot about Mamoru in the end, which mm. take that as you will. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I miss Mamoru having plots that are relevant. I don't. <laughs> so that's episode 159 of Sailor Moon. I think we can go ahead and get out of here now. Christina, before we leave, would you like to share where people can find you online, should you wish to be found? Uh, yes, I am on Instagram and Twitter with the username O Christina, and O is spelled O-H, and Christina is spelled C-R-I-S-T-I-N-A. And uh, there is some fantastic uh, cosplay there for you to see. It's truly wonderful. <laughs> uh, Jordan, how about us? Uh, you can find our podcast on Twitter at Sailor Business. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Crackshot with a zero instead of an O. You can find our producer Jake Mason at JJ underscore Mason. There you will hear about all the gazillions of other podcasts he does. Literally one gazillion. Yeah. It's, it's pretty impressive. Uh, Chris, what about you, though? Uh, The-ISB.com. Nice. You can find everything there. Also, at your local comic book store, Infinity War Sleepwalker is coming out. That's a book I'm pretty proud of. Nice. People seem to be digging it. Yeah. Uh, and 
the X-Men Christmas special is coming up in December because it's almost Christmas, mm-hmm. everybody. Jordan, you edited that, and uh, Chad Bowers and I wrote uh, a nice little chunk of it. Mm-hmm. We've got a, a nice little story about Jubilee that goes throughout the month of December. So Yeah, it's basically like an advent calendar of, of, of uh, comics. Yeah. You get a page of comic for every mm. day. Yeah, it's very, very fun. I we've we've just seen it and it's super cool. Like all all yeah. finished up. Uh that's gonna do it for this week's episode. We'll be back soon if we if we can manage with Dream to be an adult, the Amazonas's confusion. Hmm. <laughs> all right. And until then, keep your mind on sailor business. Sailor.